0: Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hope you're well wherever you are. Um, happy new week. Um, I hope you're well and all things are working together for your good. Um, before we start, our topic for today, we just like to share a word of prayer. There, God, we thank you. We worship you. We exalt and extol you because you're faithful. Thank you for preserving us throughout the week, throughout the chaos we face, throughout the trials, the tribulations, the good times, the bad times. We are grateful for them all. We thank you for the things you even said no to because you don't feel we're ready yet. And we thank you for the things you say yes to. Because that's just what you do right by us. We are grateful for them all. We ask that you bless us this day. You bless us this week. You give us many reasons to be thankful. Many reasons to be grateful. Thank you for life. Thank you for good health. For grace and mercy. Continue to cover us with your blood. Continue to have your way in and through us. Continue to be the anchor that continues to keep us sane and well. We lift up our children, especially this morning, before you. We ask, "The Lord God Almighty, you have mercy on them. You seal them with the blood you have. Your way in their lives, Father Lord." Every child that you give us, that you've given us, Father, you have given us a good thing and we are accountable for them. So help us do right by them. Help us be the light that they can reflect on to live their lives worthy of you in the name of Jesus. We ask the Lord God Almighty, you have mercy on our world. You bring peace. You restore sanity. You have mercy, Father Lord. Have mercy on us. Wherever we've fallen short, whether it be generational, ancestral, wherever it has come from, the anger, the hatred that we see in the world right now, we pray for your restoration. We pray for your healing over our minds, over our hearts over our spirit, over our soul. We pray for calm in the storm. We pray for your calmness, your calmness, O oh Lord, your calmness, O oh Lord, in this storm. We will overcome together, stronger and better as a world. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay. So the much-awaited topic today, um, I'm gonna be talking about finances, <laughs> money, debt, a credit score, savings, investment, managing money, being debt-free. Oh my God! You know when we talk about finances, I I never dreamed that I would someday you know, end up talking about that because I was one financial mess. Um I had I had borrowed money for people when I when I was younger, so when I was maybe seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, yeah. I I think I was too loving. There's nothing wrong with being loving to people and being kind to them. But I think I didn't know any better. So trying to please everyone, trying to solve everyone's problems by my own. (laughs) And, you know, that got me in some trouble. Yeah, it, it does get you in trouble trying to be there for everyone and not, you know, being there for yourself I don't know if I'd read the part that says love your neighbors yourself yet. But <laughs> yeah, how can you love people more than you? It just doesn't work. But yeah, anyway, so I'll just start with this story. So um, I think there's people I borrowed money for um, thinking that, they would pay and obviously moving here i didn't really understand the system of how finances work that if things don't get paid then you're gonna obviously be in trouble it's gonna affect your credit score moving forward it's gonna affect your um being able to obtain a mortgage if you wanted to do that early so you're gonna have to pay off all those debts um whether the the person you've borrowed for is going to pay or not is on you to pay their debt. I mean, which I did, but it was very painful paying someone's debt. Even though, obviously, you made the sole decision to do it for them. Thinking, you know, doing it for them, doing it for people is like you being kind, you saving them. They have their own plans because they see that you're vulnerable and... Maybe naive to, to how the system works. Anywho, um, when we go into depth, um, the in English dictionary describes it as a sum of money that is owed or due or the state of owing a feeling of gratitude for a service or a favor. Um, being in debt is not a pleasant thing. I'm sure everyone who, you know, is a business person or has to use money for other reasons has, one way or the other, owed before. I don't think there's anyone here who has not who has said, "Oh, I've never owed. I've always had money." I mean. If, Obviously, if you were born with a silver spoon in your mouth and you were filthy rich, then obviously you don't have a problem there. Um, Even the richest still have to fall back on business loans to run things and, you know, later pay it back. But the point is, uh, being in debt is not a... a a very great thing like it shouldn't be like a a long-term measure but should be like a short-term thing where you can just pay off your debt and then you know be be done another thing I would want to raise is um coming from an African background um yeah we want to uh, help our family back home as much as we can because we're in the position to do so, and sometimes it can be a bigger burden, especially if you're not you know so so wealthy, and then you have to work extra hard so that you can provide for them as well as yourself but after reading like some Bible verses and after pondering over certain things, I realized that you don't all people back home anything you don't you, you you do it from the kind of be kind to people i'm not saying that when you you've got money you shouldn't be kind you shouldn't help the needy you shouldn't no i'm not saying that i'm saying that you should always know where your priorities lie and then when you have more than enough and you feel like okay i can help then yes, but don't be bullied into doing things outside of your means, or don't be bullied. These are mistakes I made, and you know I corrected. But you, sometimes, yeah, sometimes we want to go through it and then learn from it, which is good. But why would you want to go through it if you can learn from it without like going through it? And then you can do much more for yourself. Invest in yourself. And then you can go and save the world if that's what you want. Um. So I used to save. I would save, all right, for the year. But I'll also be saving extra. So I'll have two jobs. One job is towards saving to send back to Africa for my family and loved ones. and then I would save like whatever I can save here because obviously I had bills to pay and stuff until when I met my husband and he realized that this is how I manage finances I mean he wasn't having it (laughs) so that was like that was that was a lot for me because I'd been doing it for years and then he said you're not going to be doing that with me if you really want to be with me, this is how we're going to do things. We're going to be saving much more. You can't save January to December to send to people who probably don't even need it. But they know you're going to do it. So they expect it. You have to find a way of being honest with them. I'm now married or I'm I'm now with somebody. I'm not going to be able to fulfill this thing I do every year but instead he gave other suggestions which were very good you understand which were an alternative I mean if you have millions and you want to do it then do it but he made I think what he he was very reasonable to say you know you can do it this way instead instead of saving so so much money to send to people in the name of taking care of them and then you just do the minimum for yourself. Like you're supposed to think about you first. Now, um, what is it called? The Bible talks to us in Proverbs and Psalms. So Proverbs 22 is the first one. It says, the rich, 22 verse 7. It said, the rich rules over the poor and the borrower is a slave to the lender. The wicked borrows and does not repay. <laughs> so, those who owe and those who still owe me, owe. <laughs> those who still owe me and still turn the blind eye because it's only Sharon. God is watching you. <laughs> the wicked borrows and does not repay, but the righteous shows mercy and gives. So, the, I'm not saying it to. The Bible says if you're borrowing and then you don't repay back. So even if you're borrowing money and I know people who say, oh, I just borrow money from the bank and I don't pay back. And then I just disappear and I pay and they write my debt off. That's a very horrible thing to do. The Bible calls such people wicked people. You can't just go to the bank and borrow money or ask for a credit card. And then ruin your credit history, which is one thing. And then just ignore the bank. It's still wickedness. Don't say, I, I've had so many excuses why people, know the banks are wicked. The banks like to marginalize. So when you get them, you need to dupe them. That makes you a thief. Like, that's like plain. And unfortunately, people take delight in doing things like that. And I'm thinking, what are they doing? Do you know, I am terrified to sing that out all and then not make any effort to pay or clear the debt, oh my God, that terrifies me. I don't know how people do it, I don't know how they sleep, but that's anyway, that's just by the way, and then we're going to when we're going to borrowing again we we see that Romans thirteen verse eight tells us owe no one anything except love for he who loves another has fulfilled the law which means that we are not supposed to own or being in debt is not a good thing it's supposed to be like a short-term measure like that's what even god wants for us we're not supposed to be owing people for years like i've had people who I've taken money for years and years and they've never paid back. And they're still out there in the world chilling and pretending. Yeah. And I'm good. Like I've paid whatever I have to pay and I'm OK. But, you know, you, you can't do that for long. You know, what? whatever you do to people is going to like come back to you eventually. So just remember that. And it would be nice to still have my money back because it was rightfully mine. And you took it, you learned it from me, so you you're supposed to pay your way, supposed to pay back. The Bible talks about not cheating others, being ethical when it comes to money. Um, Proverbs 22, verse 16: Whoever oppresses the poor, for his own increase, and whoever gives to the rich, both Come to poverty. <gasps> whoever oppresses the poor for his own increase, and whoever gives to the rich, both come to poverty. Proverbs twenty two sixteen. Ah, <gasps> you know why I I went like <gasps> I'm like so people can have money and be oppressive, and to be honest, we see that happen in our world today. People only want to get rich because they want power. They want to oppress. They want to be seen. They want to impress. But God is not blessing us to oppress people, to be disrespectful, to talk to people anyhow, to dishonor people because we've got money or we've got what they don't have you know no matter how much money you have there's someone who has something you don't have that's for sure otherwise there will not be so much envy and jealousy in our world today where people are killing people people are harming people because they are envious and jealous of them they are not content with what they have they want more so they can Use people for all sorts just to make money, they can, you know, they don't mind as long as they're gonna get money, power, influence, and be oppressive. The Bible says in Proverbs 22, I'm gonna read that again whoever oppresses the poor for his increase, and whoever gives to the rich, both come to poverty. That means that when you have rich people, it doesn't mean don't bless people. <laughs> To say that oh I don't know what to get you because you have everything, but you know what? There's always one significant thing you can do for someone, whether they're rich or not, that will will remain with them for the rest of their life, and it's never the it's not about what you give, but it's the thought behind the giving that counts, you know. <laughs> Thank God for this. Um the other thing I would like to address would be laziness before I'll go into savings, investment and the rest. Um, the Bible reading from Proverbs 10.4, it says, Lazy hands make for poverty, but diligent hands bring wealth. Colossians 3.23, who whatever you do, do it heartily. As to the lord and not unto man i link these two verses because you know we like to make excuses for everything reason oh my god i was the queen of excuses you know i i can't do this because of that i can't do this because of that i can't do this because there's always that obstacle that i see and i've not even given it a try I mean, it took time for me to get that out of my mind, to be so brave and so bold, to know that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I don't have to be lazy about it. And I mean, I've always been a hard worker when it comes to hard work. I love working hard. But then sometimes when I have to do things outside of my comfort zone, I would definitely find myself being lazy about it. Mm, I can do it next year. Maybe I'll write it next year. Maybe I'll do it the year after. No, maybe when I'm 40, maybe when I'm 50 (laughs) and then the clock is ticking. You will live a life of regret if you make laziness part of your routine. You do not. You can't afford. And I feel like laziness is the enemy's way of making us stagnant to be stuck in one place so that we don't discover where God wants us to be. Laziness is the enemy's strategy to put us in a place of helplessness so that we can not get where God needs us to be. So we need to be very careful when we are choosing to do things. There's no right or wrong time. Sometimes you hear someone saying, oh, I'm still praying about a release from God. And he's been praying for two years and probably God has provided the answer right in front of them. I don't believe that God doesn't answer prayers when instantaneously, but I feel like he answers prayers in layers. So God answers prayers in layers. I, I say he answers prayers in layers because When you've asked for something, God needs to know that you're ready for that thing. So sometimes you would ask for something and then you have an idea to maybe start doing this. And it's something very little. Maybe it's not directly linked to what you are asking, but it's a step towards what you're asking. It's God's way of testing if you're really ready If you're really going to learn, if you're really going to evolve, if you're really going to be ready, come on someone (laughs) for that bigger thing that he has for you. He's not going to just put you in a big place to embarrass yourself and just fall flat on your face, but he's going to help you. And and that comes with, you know, not being lazy. Are you going to commit to this small platform so that I can make it bigger. Are you going to commit every week? Are you going to commit every month? Are you going to commit every year or whatever to make this business work? Are you going to make it thrive? Are you going to be strong enough in spite of the chaos around you? Are you going to be strong enough to to see it through? Even with the tears, are you still going to make the business work? Even with the shame, are you still going to come out and and speak your truth? That's just how God works, and I'm gonna, and that's how He's gonna use it. You can't just be lazy about everything and not want to work hard and then just like be mediocre and all that. You, it doesn't work with God. The same applies to money. You can't just have money and be lazy. You need wisdom. When you, it's one thing to have money and then another to have wisdom. Um, I think I'm gonna take us a little back a little bit a little bit backwards as well. Where I talked about the ethics of money and not cheating others. We've seen that in our society today because everyone wants to fast track, people are into all sorts like fraud, all sorts like money, money laundering, everything that you can think of that relates to money, just so they can make money. Just remember that there's a time for your cup to be full and when that time comes, you're gonna get arrested and you're gonna be embarrassed, you're gonna shame your family, just think about it being, apart from it being a sin, it's also gonna be like a stain on your name forever, for a very long time, if not forever, why can't people just, why can't you just work hard, I know times are tough, especially for people back in Africa and stuff. Times are tough, but it's tough for everyone. People have to do the worst jobs just to make ends meet. And they still make ends meet. They still build houses. They still put their kids through school. But I just feel like it's a pathetic excuse to just um, take money that is not yours. People's hard-earned money that they've worked for that they've suffered and labored for for years and then you use one day and then what annoys me is they don't do anything better with the money they just go for flashy flashy things flashy watches flashy this flashy that and just flash it So that they are putting pressure on the younger generation to think that making money fast is the way forward. There's nothing like making money fast. It takes time. You have to invest in yourself. You have to invest in wisdom. You have to invest in knowledge and understanding of how things work. Otherwise, you're going to fall flat on your face. You're going to make I'm telling you, you're going to make bad financial decisions, which I've done. You're going to make good investment decisions, very bad ones too. I've had to close down a business or two because it was just a horrible investment idea. And I had to just be honest with myself and shut shop because... It was not going to work, and that's just how life is. So you lose sometimes, you win sometimes, and that's okay. You can't win all the time, and you shouldn't be afraid to do some to try again. Don't be afraid to try again, but don't abuse people's efforts by stealing from them and taking from them what does not belong to you. And also, it's important to plan ahead. So plan ahead of what you want to do. Plan ahead in, 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 in everything that you do. You're supposed to plan ahead. We all have to plan ahead. Proverbs 13, 16. It says, A wise man thinks ahead, but a fool does it and even brags about it. So we are not supposed to be bragging about, um, not having plans in life. You have to have financial plans. I didn't understand all of these until I read um, a, book called, a book called Detox Your Finances" by Justin Truman. Um, I'll put the details of the book in the description so that if you're interested, that really did changed a lot for me like reading that book back in 2009 or so yeah it changed a lot for me how i viewed finances it it teaches you where you can invest in stock and shares it teaches you how you can like save money how she did it how she 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 became very wealthy doing that i mean she made a lot of mistakes but then she corrected them. And that's the beauty of that book. I know there's many, many help books on finances, but for me, this stood out for me. I could relate to it with. I liked that it was a, I think I, The girly cover attracted me to it and all that, but it's an amazing book. And that's the point. It's got so many ideas for you. And right now, there's so many options like where you can invest your money. I just want to say, so I'll bring the issue of savings into this. So, um, I'm going to go. Well, we have a lot of proverbs today. It says the. Proverbs twenty one five, it says the plans of the diligent lead to profit as surely as his leads to poverty. The wise store up choice food and olive oil, but fools go theirs down. Proverbs twenty-one twenty says that. And then what is it called? Um First Corinthians chapter 16 verse 2 on the first day of every week each one of you should set aside a sum of money in keeping your income saving it up so that when i come no collection will have been made so the bible is telling us encouraging us to save even we are supposed to save we are supposed to put and then the proverbs chapter is it chapter three It talks about um Go to the Angie slagger, consider his ways and be wise. I think it's Proverbs 6 3 or so, yeah. And we are supposed to put money away, we're supposed to put things away for rainy day. It it's not a matter of how much. It is the little drops of water, they say, build a mighty ocean. That means that it doesn't matter how little the money is, we're supposed to have an attitude of saving, investing into things like stock and shares there's all sorts of platforms um if you're not sure you can like google and find out information but i find um for stock and shares um plus 500 and then trading um 212 are great platforms for if you want to buy like stock and shares in google amazon um world's disney And all those other platforms, like other um, stock and shares um, platforms, you can use that. So, these are apps you just download. So, it's Trading212. But you can ask me, you can send me a message and I'll just give you the ideas or whatever you can do or what I've been doing. Um, There's also... Uh, if you want to buy like cryptocurrencies you know um this issue of um this um thing of bitcoins ethereum Litecoin, and the rest if you're into if you're interested in cryptocurrencies then there's a few apps that you can download as well to do that so there's so many options where you can put money for and you can do it bit by bit you don't have to have a million dollars to do it if anyone tells you that it's just a lie you can do it over time in bits and bits and bits and then it will grow um what uh, yeah so we had an experience i think i'm not gonna talk about that today because i have to do it obviously with the other half and he's not here so I think we'll do that another time. Um, You also need godly guidance and wisdom, like I said before, when managing money. You also need to be able to um, keep track of your credit score. I know I don't know how it works back in Africa, but I know that, like in the diaspora, um, you do. There's a credit score system that renders your credit score, whether good or excellent there's excellent good then there's like medium good which is like average kind of thing and then there's bad and then there's woefully bad so um to be honest when I was in debt back then it was woefully bad I'm telling you I couldn't obtain nothing After all the mistakes I made, I couldn't obtain anything, but God being so good, when everything was paid off, I was excellent and I intended keeping it that way, but it fluctuates and changes. So sometimes you can be good. Sometimes you can go back to excellent, but it's been great. And I'm grateful to God that he gave me a partner who likes to focus also on making sure that your finance is right and stuff. Um, the other thing I would want to talk about today will be, um, having targets, having targets. So when you're saving, having, have a target, every, everything I've said might not, might not work for you. It doesn't mean you have to apply it, but if you think it's going to be useful, then it's fine. If you want to know more, you can, send me a message and i'm always willing to help you um what is it called i I don't i don't think yeah having like goals for the year so how much do you want to set aside every year as an individual as a couple you don't have to be married before you can set money aside even as a single i always love to set money aside i remember um we went we were in this church and then my husband had to do like um uh, a talk show kind of thing with the, with the youth and the men, the, the young guys and the men, and then they were very shocked when he told them he kept, you know, he, apart from savings, he's, he also kept such and such an amount of, um, like, picking change at home. They were shocked because I think they didn't see him... I've i always loved hoarding like a piggy bank and then putting the odd, you know, maybe a five out two pound in there. And it becomes like a lot at the end of the year. You'd be shocked how much you can make if you put all the five pound you make, you get from the shops, shopping and stuff together or from the taxis. Uh, and then you get you put the two pounds together. you will be amazed how much you can make if you do it religiously and it's it's just other ways of also making money you can't save up in little bits and then take it to the bank to put in your actual savings or there's so many ways of going about things and there's no one way it's about what you think works for you and it's about also not being tempted so there's so many savings um uh what's it called savings and investment options out there that was that would suit you some people want their money's locked so that they don't have to be tempted to go and take money out some people like it flexible some people like it like just to be able to access it whenever so it depends on you what works for you it, it's not there's no way, as long as you're making the effort and then um as long as you're making the effort god will also bless your efforts and make it work so someday it's not about your age per se if you've not done it in the past you can do it now because i know um, some of us have the uh, habit of having the money today and then i'm like let me just spend it. life is too short and then especially our younger generation i I don't know what's wrong with our generation it's like we want to like just have everything so we would rather have a Gucci bag for £2,000 and then no money in it like it it just breaks my heart when I see to be honest I do not do designer things and I don't think I ever will I don't know but I, I don't know I don't know if I ever will but I don't I don't feel like I should be investing in that right now or I don't I don't know I, do, I doubt I will be I'll find myself wasting money on those things because they are just things, to be honest. I wouldn't... I don't... I feel like earning £2,000 is a big thing to go and spend on a bag or on a shoe. I mean, if, if, you have, if, you, if you have money, so much money, and then you feel you want to do it, like, good for you. But don't do things you cannot afford. And then later you go borrowing money from people. And then you look, you look daft, you know. And people talk, so people will definitely talk. So with all your designer, you can't even afford two hundred pound, or you can't afford two hundred CDs, or wherever you are. Don't embarrass yourself. Always. And when you have kids, maybe when you're single, these things don't appeal to you. But when you have kids. For me, everything I do, I have to think about my kids first. I have to think of their well-being and welfare first. I have to think about their future first. I don't care what anyone says. I have to think about, like, what I'm going to buy. Is it going to be worth it? If I don't have money to feed the kids tomorrow, what is going to happen? Like, I always think about the kids. My family always comes first. I don't really care. And, um what is it called but some people even though they have kids they think let me just buy the designer life is too short yeah life is too short but remember if you're no more who's gonna take care of the kids if their future is not secured who's gonna be there for them trust me you can't rely on people i have taught my i've taught my kids that you can't rely on anybody always live life as though mommy and daddy was not here that's why I tell them, live life as though mommy and daddy was not here. What will I do if mommy and daddy was not here? I would have to survive. So let me live life as though mommy and daddy was not here, even though they're here. But live life, build yourself up, build yourself up, read your books, gain knowledge. You know, um, I recently got, um, our son to read the rich dad, um, poor, Poor Dad um, book by Robert Kiyosaki. And he's enjoying it, you know, reviewing it every time to me. And we talk about some of the things, like the confusion of having two dads and then not knowing which of the advices to take and stuff. Yeah, it's it's confusing, but it's exciting and, and gives you the best of both worlds, what the rich think and what the poor think. Um, so like, I think that's it for today, um, if you have any questions, you know how to reach me, you can either, um, direct message me on Facebook, or on, um, Instagram, and I'll get back to you with any information that you're looking for, that relates to the podcast, please, nothing outside of that, that relates to the podcast, thank you, (laughs) and we thank God for all of these things that he's given on to us the opportunity to learn from each other and if there's anything that you think oh she didn't she should have covered this just let me know and I will be God what I want to emphasize today for us to take with us this week is God wants us to have everything good but he doesn't want us to have everything good just as a way of having it for our family and us alone. He wants us to have it to also help people and liberate them. Help liberate them. That's our job. We all have an assignment on this um, earth and a purpose. We have to fulfill those assignments and purpose because we are going to be held accountable for them. And I really would not want to one day leave this world and f- and then in your grave you still be turning because you you feel like ah I should have done this I should have done that as um a song said um William McDowell said I want to die empty knowing that I've done everything that he called me to do and that's just my prayer for everyone that God would give us all the ideas all the initiatives that he needs us because he's not gonna pick stones to do them to be honest as much as the word of god has said that if we refuse to praise him he's gonna pick stones. he's gonna he he needs you that's why he's you're still here if you're here it means you have a purpose so he's not gonna use someone else your what, what's yours is yours. I always say to people that even if you get killed, your legacy or whatever you were supposed to fulfill will, will be done through your children. It's never gonna go to the other person. Your num- the number of years that you were supposed to be on earth, if it's cut short, then it's not gonna go and be added to someone else's. It's it's solely yours. And so you just have to you know, make sure you do what you have to do on your path, and that's it. And then the last thing I would like to don't to emphasize is don't be hard on yourself. Don't be hard on yourself. Everything takes time. Everything that is good takes time. Everything that is good has failures. Everything that is good has ups and downs. Everything that is good has distractions. Everything that is good in this life has days of um turmoil, days when you're not so happy, days when you're not so yourself about how things are going. I'm telling you, there's days where I'm having a meltdown and you know when I'm having a meltdown. And I'm like, God, why does life have to be so hard? Why do I have to go through all these processes? But that's just how God molds us. To prepare us for the real world, for the things ahead, for the tax ahead, for whatever he has planned for us and our and our destinies and our futures. This week I just want you to know that you're not alone. You can always fix your finances. There's not it's never too late. But don't run away from them because they build up with interest that's the other thing they build up your interest if you don't pay them so you always have to make sure that they are a priority on your finance list you when you list the things that you have to pay each month make sure that your debts are the things that you can clear as quickly as you can so that you can be financially free you're not financially free until you are debt free it's that simple because no matter your savings, if you're not free from, you know, financial burdens, then you're not free, really. Um, so this, uh, this morning, we just thank God for his word, for enlightening us, for giving us the strength to get through his word concerning finances and managing money. That he help us to do better, he help us to plan better, he help us to save better, he help us to make better decisions and choices when it comes to finances, when it comes to even being able to teach our kids also, not to wait for them to be 30 before we start teaching them about finances, but teach them when they are young to give us the strength to be able to build and those of us who owe, we repent of owing people for years and years and refusing to pay, turning a blind eye. We ask that the Lord will touch them and we forgive them. Um. And we thank him all around because he's faithful and he will do right by us. In Jesus' name, amen. So I just want to say happy new week again and have a lovely week. I hope that every of your aspirations according to God's plan and will for your life comes to pass. And God willing, we'll be here again next week. Next week, we'll do Sunday edition because of Father's Day. We really have to honor our dads and our fathers. And I have some amazing special guests coming up. Um, so that we can celebrate them, I think we don't celebrate them enough. Well, that's what my hubby said. We don't celebrate them enough, and I think it's time we celebrate them enough. We'll be covering fatherhood, we'll be covering, um, you know, mental wellness when it comes to men because they know how to hide their feelings a lot, and that's unhealthy, you know. But yeah, we'll get into all that next week, God willing. So I wish you all the best and I want to wish a happy birthday to everyone who is celebrating their birthday this week or who celebrated over the weekend. I wish you all of God's blessings for your life. That your life would never be a shame but a blessing to many, 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 many around the world. And you will see the goodness of God in your life. It will be evident. It will be very evident for everyone to see that this is the doing of the Lord. It will be undeniable and that God will bring you the right people around you, the right friends, the right associations that will help you grow in him, help you grow in every area of your life. In Jesus name. Amen. I remain the one and only Mrs. B and the only error girl who doesn't, well, not the only error girl, but the error girl who never gives up. The error girl who doesn't say no, take no for an answer. And you shouldn't also, don't stop winning. Don't stop believing. Because dreams do come true every day. And I'm a testament of that. So, have a lovely week, people. And bye for now. Bye.